Welcome everybody to a Canuck and a Jersey girl. This is Sheila and Maria, and we are coming to you the night of Vanderpump Rules. Um, we're going to see part two of the reunion tonight, but before that, we're going to talk about a little bit of Summer House. And Maria also wanted to go over something too with you all. Really briefly, I made a post on my Instagram, which you were tagged in, explaining what happened to episode 10. I was worried that I talked too much about things that related to my life. And I was afraid of upsetting anyone if they listened to it and knew who I was talking about. And so we decided to just take the whole episode off because I have such anxiety that I probably wouldn't have slept until we took it down. So um, now with that said, this is something you don't know, Sheila. So my brother called me before. And he asked me, you know, what's new? And I was like, nothing, just the podcast I'm doing, which he says he didn't know about. I guess I didn't tell him. So um, I explained to him, he, he's like, oh, how's it going? Do you get nervous? This or that. And like, I explained to him everything. And then I said, we actually deleted one episode because I felt what I just said earlier. And he said, what do you mean? And he's like, I don't care if you talk about me. You can say whatever you want. I don't even care if you say my name. And I was like, really because I actually <laughs> reference my brother a lot and everyone's gonna know I'm not talking about our other brother because one is 25 and one is 37 so um he gave me full permission he said from now on don't delete stuff and he said you I don't care you can say whatever you want that's what he told me right. and then I told him it wasn't just him that I was concerned about but he also said in reference to other parts of my life he's like who cares it's your life it's not like you're you're saying anyone's name and if someone knows who you're talking about tough for them so right. he said oh he said we're not going to be famous if we don't if we're not transparent and you well, know no you know what he's right we got to keep it real and that's part of what we like about a lot of these people on these shows right is that they invite us into their life and I think that's part of the reason that people have been so invested in this story is that mm -hmm. we feel like we know Tom and Ariana, even if we don't, um, mm -hmm. just referencing back to Vanderpump. And that's why I think it's been so big, bigger than any other affair that we've seen play out on TV. Right, right, right. My brother just started watching Vanderpump last week. He's only <laughs> he's on season one episode I think he said six today he texted me randomly yesterday and he said uh am I the only one that thinks Stassi's evil and, oh, and no. I was, oh no oh no she was evil then yeah right yeah so yeah. anyway so I have full permission now to if I want to relate anything to my brother which is going to happen a lot because I lived with him in my 20s and my early 30s right. and between he and his friend who also lived with me I learned a lot about guys and they have a lot <laughs> of the same characteristics as some of these guys on these shows so so we have full permission yep he said I can even say his name I won't say his name but he said I could say whatever I want that's awesome and you know what I'm a little bit jealous that he is just going through Vanderpump for the first time because it's like it's kind of like well I don't know if it's this big but I think about it as my daughter one day will discover the Beatles and I'm like I'm so jealous because I missed that moment like you know when you discover new things for the first time even Laguna Beach for me was like I loved it and now it's like I want to bring back that feeling again we need another really really good reality show or something that really 
opposite because those were kind of pioneers in the industry, right? Like Laguna Beach, the hills, and then we got into Vanderpump. Now we have Summer House. And speaking of Summer House is where we're going tonight. We're going to talk about all things uh, reunion. And one of the things that really, really stood out to me in the reunion, um, I know we talked about this earlier before our power got cut off, but was Paige and Paige's, I don't know if it's ego or attitude or what it is, but she just seemed all over the place. Um, maybe not all over the place, but very angry, very hostile is what I gathered from it. What did you see? I was going to say, she wasn't all over the place. She was in one direction. Yeah, she was. <laughs> that direction was salty. It was salty and it was going for the, the kill shot on Lindsay. And I've just seen so many different types of comments between Monday and now on social media in regard to Paige. And it's so funny because I did a poll in my stories asking if people thought she was still Queen Paige, if they thought she needed to take it back down a notch. And she still is, I think it said 48% Queen Paige and then 38%, 30-something percent take it down a notch. And then I had like another option, which was like, whatever, a less percent. But so not everyone is angry at how she acted. I love Paige, but I felt she made herself look really bad. So it's not even like she upset me. It was, I was turned off. Like she kept making faces. She kept rolling her eyes. She kept talking under her breath, literally every couple minutes, no matter who was speaking. Yeah. And yeah. And I feel embarrassed for her. Really embarrassed for her. I personally think she did not show herself in a very good light on that reunion. Even if she made valid points, even if some of what she's saying is true, I don't even think she physically looked as pretty as she normally does because so much hate was coming out of her. And that's normally how I feel about Lindsay. Right, right. And you're normally like a huge page supporter. So I know mm -hmm. that that is hard for you to say because I know that your page originally started. Um, kind of supporting Paige and the different things that she was doing, Giggly Squad and all of those things. Now, yeah. it's funny, um, looking at my page that I have, um, I posted some similar posts, obviously not with the, the polls um, asking those questions. I think those are really cool that you posted. I didn't think that far ahead. I wasn't that creative. But in my group, people were saying that they didn't really like um, – the way she was carrying on. So it was funny because you had some mixed reviews, mostly positive. I had people that were like, she's terrible. What's going on with her? And it's funny because we had a couple of theories and we'll get into those theories. But before we do, one of the ones that came up, I posted a clip about Carl um, being really candid about his struggle with drugs and alcohol and, and uh, Lindsay supporting him and the, that it's not easy for her. And somebody wrote on that, which I thought was an interesting comment to make that Paige is really, really seeing a lot of her own issues in her own relationship with Craig through the lens of what Lindsay and Carl are going through. And maybe there's some anger there because there's failure to recognize that maybe Craig has some similar problems. I don't know if it's a stretch, but when you think about some of the behaviors that he's had over the years, the questionable, questionable behaviors, um, a lot of people are saying that this was misdirected anger. What's your take on that? Um, I think Paige. Heavy is... one. <laughs> no, no, I actually don't think it's that heavy. I no? think that no, I think she's 
And it's a natural human emotion. If I was on a TV show with a bunch of other couples and a bunch of other attractive people, I'd probably have jealousy feelings too. Um, I think that she was during, okay. So for most of 2022 and half of 2021, she and Craig were like the new it couple. I was never a fan of her with Craig. So my page actually was yes, supporting Paige, but it was also that I wish Paige would break up with Craig. Right. <laughs> I have too much time on my hands. <laughs> um, no, it's be- it actually was like therapy for me um, because of all the things I don't like about Craig. I-, I got them all out through my Instagram. And like you said, we relate it to people in our lives. So anyway. That is um, the best think- self-care, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that they, she and Craig both were feeling all high and mighty. Like they're the king and queen of Bravo because that's what all the fans um, caused them to feel. And I think between Sam and Corey and Lindsay and Carl getting engaged, basically they dated the same amount of time as uh, Craig and Paige. I think that she's a little bit jealous yeah. because they took the spotlight from her. So although the People Magazine reference possibly was true, I, I found out though through a few sources that it's not true. Um, I think it was more about the fact that their spotlight, Craig and Paige, was short-lived. Mm-hmm. And um, because I don't know about you, maybe I'm wrong. I don't really see too many people posting about what an amazing couple that are they are anymore. Do you? No, I don't think I ever have, actually. <laughs> oh, no. At, the, at one point, there was, um, I mean, there were some people who felt like me that, you know, but I think everybody was, like, so excited for them to be together in the beginning, as was I at first, for maybe, like, a month. Um, I think I explained this on one of our other episodes, why I stopped feeling that way. Um, But yeah, so I think she's jealous, salty. I also (laughs) think she didn't like her seat on the couch. I don't think she appreciated that she wasn't in the center. Because if you think back to the other reunions, for most of them, she was more in the, she was either the new young one that everyone loved, or she was seated next to Andy. And even though she's fought with Lindsay before, she still felt very important. And I, I really don't think she liked where she was sitting. Right, that wait. sounds so silly. But Wasn't I think there a comment made though? But sorry, yes, made? I, Is that in yes. reference to that? Lindsay posted because when, when Paige was making fun of Lindsay's shoulder pads after that episode where they got engaged. Right. Lindsay posted, at least I wasn't sitting in the nosebleed seats. Meaning Ooh. in the reunion, I think she meant in the reunion where Paige Hot was seated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I really think it sounds petty, but I really think that that it put Paige in a worse mood than she already was in, that she was kind of blending in with the rest of them. Like she doesn't stand out so much anymore, especially with Sam on the show. You're right. Um, and another thing, this is not why Paige was upset, but I'm just gonna throw it in there. I really didn't like her look for the reunion. I really didn't. I, I, and I didn't like her hair either. I don't know. I just, I don't know. What's but interesting yeah. about that, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What's mm-hmm. interesting about that is that I sort of feel like when you're in a really happy place that you kind of exude, if that's the right word, um, like an energy to you. I think you have like an energy or an aura about you when you're super happy and you look mm-hmm. different. And I think that Craig and Paige, um, I don't know where they're at. I can't really figure them out. Um, 
there's times when I feel like they, they seem really, really good and really, really happy. And they seem like they kind of bring out good sides in each other and they're really, really comfortable with each other. But I think they've both gotten salty since being together. I think we've seen sides on Summer House and Southern Charm. I know that you have mentioned that Craig has always been this way. Um, I do think that as well. But I remember um, on Southern Charm when he was just drinking so much when he started dating Paige. And then Paige has also kind of seemed like she has flipped a little bit, um, especially this season on Summer House where she's just salty. And I agree with, like, I agree she was salty on the reunion, but I also think, I wonder how happy that they really are if this is what they're putting out there and that's the energy feel that they're giving off. Like, I don't know, obviously I don't know them. I don't know what they're like to be around, but the way she looked on the reunion, she looked very unhappy. Craig in the entire uh, winter house season looked totally different than his regular self. He was interesting on Southern Charm as well. Paige came down and I know that you said that um, it was kind of something that was produced, probably the scene between her and Naomi. But I just feel like there's a shift in energy between the two of them. And I wonder if it's all that it's cracked up to be. Well, I think when you see this Craig that you don't recognize, that's the um, the alcohol induced Craig, which my personal belief is that is the true Craig. That's who he really that's who most people in my experience, when they drink the way they drink, um, that's really the things that they say. That's what they would want to say, except they wouldn't say it sober because it's not appropriate to say sober. But when they're drunk, they just spit out whatever they you know, feel like spitting out or act in whatever way. So that story on the reunion that Paige was talking about, I had heard about it on a podcast last year or the year before. It was like right after the wedding, somebody was talking about it. I just don't remember what podcast. About Craig getting kicked out? About Craig getting kicked out of Amanda and Kyle's wedding. And the story is that they had porta potties outside because they had so many people in the backyard of the uh, Batula's house mm-hmm. that- they didn't want all the guests to be going inside but craig apparently craig being craig (laughs) exactly he was trashed he went inside and tried to use the bathroom somebody yelled at him and craig being craig flipped out and he probably was told to leave the inside of the house he probably wasn't kicked out of the whole wedding right um but but he did and they talked about it on Watch What Happens Live. I made a whole clip about it. I went and literally searched everything I remembered. The only thing I couldn't find was it's impossible to find what podcast it was. But I, all the clips that I found of Kyle and Amanda talking about their wedding on Watch What Happens Live and in a separate interview, they specifically said, and also Craig admitted himself that he was very drunk at that wedding. So right. I think that this story that came out had truth to it. It was truth-based. But it was smart, probably. It was, well, right. And this is the thing. I don't know if you saw my post, but there was a guest A and a guest B in this article that they had, you know, slightly different stories. And one of them said that Craig was told by producers to apologize to the Batulos. So we don't know if person A and person B was Lindsay and Carl, and they really are the ones who leaked this story. Paige might be right. Uh-huh. She might, she might be right, but she still made herself look so bad. And 
what you were saying before when someone is like really happy and in love and I well, look I've at always the difference of Corey and Sam and the difference of Kyle and Amanda sorry continue on but I just wanted to say their energy field is completely different uh Amanda and and Kyle and Corey and Samantha are different than each other or you mean they're different than Paige and Craig they're different than Paige and Craig like they just okay okay there's I just a to make different sure energy there for sure well, you were saying before that people look different when they're happy and in love. And I have always said, even when it comes to me, when I look back at pictures of myself, when I was very in love with someone, I actually looked back at the pictures and thought, oh my God, I looked so pretty. Like, and it's because I was so happy. Yeah. You can see when someone is very in love and happy and when they're not. And um, I, agree with, I agree with you. I don't want to say that I think that they look not in love, but they both have, Craig has always, I've told you this before. I've said it on the podcast. To me, Craig has always been a jealous person in general. He gets jealous of people a lot. That's why we saw him act the way we did on Winter House. And that's why he drinks. Remember when he saw Luke and he backed down the stairs and was all mad because he's so intimidated by Luke. Like it's so annoying. But yeah, I never got but, that one. Like I never understood it. I love Luke. Luke no, is like I, an honorary Canadian. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Craig was right, Cra- right, because he's in Montana, right? Or nah, Minnesota, and he basically has our accent. So right, yeah, I think okay. of him as being Canadian. Plus, he loves hockey. So you know, right, 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 right. No, I like Luke. I think Paige is used to being like somebody who stands out and somebody who you know, fans just love her and, and Craig too. Craig, especially like Andy loves Craig. Right. Uh, Southern charm. uh, Andy just said this the other day on XM radio that he has a special place in his heart for like Southern charm. He's known them all for 10 years. He's always said he loved Craig. I think he's a little hard on Craig sometimes, but he, I just think that they both can't handle when the spotlight is taken away from them. And Paige jokes about being a narcissist on her podcast. She jokes about it. She's not like she denies it. That's one of the things I genuinely like about her is that she's real. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just think that it was very hard for her to hide how she was feeling. I think a lot of how she acted was jealousy and everyone's accusing Danielle of being the jealous one. But to me, Danielle came across in this reunion the way I've been saying all along she was very hurt but she really loved both of them um, Carl and Lindsay and Paige I, I think she has good points I don't like Lindsay Lindsay's not nice to other women I I felt that way since the first few seasons and how she treated Christina but mm-hmm. yeah I just wish for Paige's sake like look she got called out by People Magazine saying no you know maybe Paige doesn't know how People works because you know, the producers of the show are the ones who told us, not Carl and Lindsay. And we had to get there as quick as possible so it wouldn't be leaked. And then Andrea was on someone's podcast that I shared, uh, Morgan Pop Talks. And he said the same story. He said, you know, I feel really bad because really they are not the ones who called People Magazine. And he was saying he felt they were treated unfairly. And he even said that half the cast didn't wish him a happy birthday this year because he's friends with Lindsay and Carl. And he was so hurt. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But he said they literally are taking sides. If you're friends with Lindsay and Carl, he said, they didn't tell me they're not my friend, but he's like, they don't wish me a happy birthday. Like the way he said it, like I just, so sweet. Melt your heart. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So I think Paige is just a little salty. And I think 
yeah, she didn't like where she was seated. People are probably going to be like, I don't think that's it. But I really think that she wanted to be closer to the middle because that's like the spotlight. Right. No, I think I agree with you there. I think that there's a lot of animosity there. Um, I think there's always been animosity there, but it really, really showed. And it could be all of the things that you just mentioned, maybe not being in the center of attention. I think that Paige was for a couple of years, kind of the spicy meatball that entered the cast and everybody liked her. Um, she's quick, she's witty, she's fun to watch. I, I really liked when she was with Andrea on Winter House because her personality, that's when I fell in love with her, is I, I got to see how funny she really was because I don't follow G- Giggly Squad. Um, but I think that with Craig, and I, I think I said this, we were talking about this the other day, is that when you're dating someone who's a little more difficult, it drains you. And I think that too, like, when you're with someone who brings out the best in you, who's very supportive and all of those things. And again, I don't know what they're like behind closed doors. Um, but I can see that little spark that she has is kind of flickering right now versus when she is in a good place. And when she was kind of single and she was mingling with different people um, and even dating Andrea, she just seemed a lot more alive. She seemed a lot happier and I don't know, maybe I'm completely off base on that. Maybe they're just kind of settling into their life together. But there is something different about her for sure. And I noticed that last night, um, or on Monday night, rather, that it just wasn't the page that I'm like, I like how she's spicy. And I like that she doesn't take any crap from people. But I don't know, it seemed like overkill. It seemed like overkill with Lindsay. Um, A couple things. I not only was it overkill but she didn't mention any of this on the show and she was phony on the show to Lindsay right even when Lindsay and Carl came back to the house she was like oh my long lost friends whatever so it's like she brought all this to the reunion out of nowhere and that part I also didn't agree with because she's on the show and she was I don't want to say too lazy but she what she didn't want to bring it up on camera with Lindsay because I guess maybe she didn't want to do Maybe she didn't want to do what what she's accusing Lindsay of doing. Like, but I feel why like didn't... that would require her leaving her bed. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why she didn't address it on the show. Like, because it sounds like she's really really mad about it. Um, and then the other thing. So I don't really think she dated Andrea. They hung out a little bit. They slept together. It was not like so. She I fell in love with her when she was dating Perry, and that was during a little before COVID that first mm-hmm. season before COVID and then giggly squad um, Perry was there often. Cause you know, every, she would stay with him for like a month at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was the page I absolutely adored. And even though I'm 10 years older than her, I always say I feel and act younger, but I, I just, yeah, I wanted to be friends with she and Hannah she in was real a different life. page then she I was a different like. page she yeah. was definitely a different page and I always secretly wish she would get back together with Perry um interesting Perry has a stunning new girlfriend that I po- I posted in my stories a couple weeks ago oh my god she's like a model she's like a ama- you, you got to go take a look but um so yeah I I actually always liked Paige with Perry if Paige is happy with Craig great but um I think Craig comes with a lot of perks, including like, look, his new pool, his backyard, like his, his, you know, he's, I think he's a little more famous than Paige. 
maybe I'm wrong about that, but um, I just think that she'll go farther in her career by staying with him. We've talked about this before. So I don't want to say that they don't like love each other, but what you said about when someone is draining you, she has said on Giggly Squad so many times that he's exhausting and she jokes about it, but there's always a little truth to a joke. A joke 100%. You know, so he definitely yeah. does drain her. And I'm sure she drains him, too, because he needs so much. He's so needy. And she's so the opposite when it comes to that. So, yeah, I think there's a whole lot going on here with the Paige Lindsay dynamic. With that said, I just don't want to forget to add this in because I saw somebody comment this. I didn't remember this on my own. Uh-huh. Uh, in Winterhouse, Craig is the one who, like, I don't know if he reported to a magazine or he called somebody, but he's the one that spread around. He's the one who spread around the rumor about Luke, about Luke being physical with other women and them getting offended by him. So like he like leaked the story. I don't know if it's true, but that was like what was happening. So people are saying like, oh, but it's okay for Craig to do it. Like, so, so it's kind of, this is why she should have just not talked about this. This was so dumb to bring up on the reunion. And if she was mad about it during the season, it would have made more sense. It almost seems like she doesn't want to be fired. So she came to the reunion, you know, like a firecracker. Yeah. Like a firecracker. And yeah, I didn't, I, I did not approve mostly because I'm embarrassed for her. It's not like it made me mad. I was just turned off and embarrassed for her. I agree. Oh, you said so much. I want to unpack there. So um, one of the last points that you left off on was that she came to the reunion kind of guns blazing. And I think this is an interesting point um, because I feel like a lot of the reality part of reality shows is being lost for people that want to renew their contracts. And so there is a lot of that kind of going into the show with what can you bring? What drama can you bring? Is this the actual people that we are seeing there? Now that said, a um, couple of things I wanted to go over. So I was making fun of, I was I made a little joke earlier about Paige being in bed and not wanting to get up to, you know, deal with Lindsay. Um, I love my bed, so no offense there. Um, I would be, I would probably be Paige on the show, probably laying there and enjoying all of those things. So no, no offense there. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about was the, you talked about perks that uh, Craig brings and that he's very well known. Um, there's a lot of perks that come with dating him. And I agree with that. But I also think, and it, you kind of hit on this a little bit with the exhaustion comment. There's a lot of baggage there too. I think that with Craig, he is kind of a wild card. You never know what you're going to get. I remember on Winterhouse, she was saying it's like babysitting. Um, Mm -hmm. And she was saying basically like, this is what it's like when you have, you know, your boyfriend fighting with your friends and like, I don't like this. And she had a couple of meltdowns during that. And I think that that gets, you know, it's funny at first, like, well, not Mm -hmm. really funny, but you can kind of put it aside for a little while. But after a while, that's exhausting not to know what you're going to get with your significant other when you bring them to a public place. And I think that, you know, that weighs on a person when, you know, you go to a wedding and somebody is potentially kicked out or there's a story leaked about them. So how does that make you look if you are also, you know, in the spotlight and all of those things? And, you know, you're always kind of looking over your shoulder as to like, what, what's going to happen next? What's this person going to do? So I do think that that is stealing a little bit of that spark from her. I could be wrong there, but I feel like it's draining her a little bit, um, having to deal with that wild card. 
Yeah. I think they seem pretty happy in their stories, but like, here's like a perfect example. I today posted, um, E news came to her apartment for her to talk, show like things in her closet and, you know, just like talk about fashion, et cetera. And then she brought up that Craig really wanted to have closet space, but of course she has no room. Now you, I don't know if you know this. she has a two bedroom apartment. Her second bedroom is just a giant closet and office. That's brilliant. So she walks over <laughs> to the side and I'm not, I would love that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going in the direction of hating on her for it. No, no, but, no. but she goes over to this little corner. The door is like six <laughs> inches wide. It looks like it's like, oh, maybe it's like a foot wide, which is small. Picture a door the size of a ruler. That's what it looked like. She opened it up and that was Craig's closet. He stop had <laughs> he had like 20 shirts. Go look at the reel when we get off, when we stop doing the podcast. She, <laughs> he had like 20 shirts squished together. That's then funny. On the top shelf. And then he had like shoes at the bottom and she made a joke like, you know, I don't think Craig realizes people would use this as a studio apartment in New York. He's got he's gotten a great deal here. Um, but it just goes like if I was dating someone for that long and they were coming to stay with me from another state multiple times a year, probably at least once a month. She couldn't give him a whole rack in her closet room. <laughs> Even I, I love fashion. I love clothes. I have so many clothes. It's ridiculous. But I would make room for a guy I love like that to me is like. That's weird. It is weird. I agree. I think a lot of the decisions that they've made have been weird. And I know that we've talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I was saying, you know, when I met my husband when we were 24, um, we've had a lot of periods in our life where things have been good for one person and not the other person and vice versa. Um, and, you know, when I see her and Craig having those conversations where it's like, okay, well, my whole life is here. My, you know, I have this and this going on. Our end goal was always that we knew we wanted to be together. That was the end goal that we had. It was like the rest of the stuff. It sucks to have to give that up. Um, and it sucked many times to have to struggle in our lives, but we knew we were struggling together and building something together. So now we're in a good place where we kind of both have our careers and things like that. But it took a lot of sacrifice, but our end goal was that we knew we never wanted to lose each other. Like we always wanted to stay together. So I feel like when you're having those conversations and you're like, well, I don't know, I got this going on here. It's like, well, how bad do you really want to be around that person then all the time? Like, I don't know. I, and maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe this is like a whole New York thing. Maybe this is an independence thing. I don't know. I consider myself pretty independent most of the time, but I knew that I wanted my husband around. I just knew that I didn't want him to not be around. And that's kind of where I struggle a little bit with, um, you know, some of the the conversations that they're having. That said, it's not my relationship. So to each their own, everybody is different in what they do. Some people keep separate bank accounts and different things their entire lives. Um, I know that's a big kind of thing for a lot of people is just having those separate spaces. So I don't know. Something my something my mom taught me that she learned through her marriage to always make sure I have everything on my own. Right. At least as you know, just always make sure. My mom even taught me when I was like, I don't know, like 2021. 20, so in my house, the women did the shoveling, the snow shoveling. Oh nice. and my dad would help sometimes, but not really. <laughs> 
And my mom said, I'm showing you how to shovel out your car so you never have to depend on a man. Good. And literally, I'm always shoveling out my own car, usually because I was always single when we have these huge snowstorms for the most part. So anyway. I totally agree. I think that's why I've kind of like going Mm -hmm. to school went overkill and in school and stuff like that, because I always wanted to feel like if it all ended tomorrow that I could stand on my own two feet, because Mm -hmm. I think we've all seen from that generation of women and men. Um, people staying together for convenience rather than love sometimes and Mm -hmm. not being able to sort of stand on their own so I think that's really important for a lot of people to show people and maybe that's sort of I mean I am what 12 years older than Paige how old is she 28 she no I'm 10 years older than her so you're nine years older than her okay so a little bit of a gap there right um not much she'll be 30 she'll be 31 on her next birthday so she's 30 and you're gonna be 40 Okay. Okay. Your birthday, you're in November, just like her. Mm. One thing I want to say though, getting back to what we were talking about before of these people having to come with shows and storylines and sort of up the drama ante. One thing that I found interesting in the uh, reunion was when Lindsay and, um, and no, Amanda, we're talking about how, she revealed that Kyle was cheating on her. And she said to her, if that had happened to her, that they would have had a conversation and figured out how they wanted it to come onto the show and how they wanted it to be shown to viewers. And so there's been a lot of talk about like Vanderpump. There's been a lot of talk about different things and how real is reality television. Um, I found that interesting just because if she found out a week before um, in that particular scene that they were referencing in season four, then how real and how authentic are these moments that we're seeing? Or are they mostly produced with real storylines? No, they were real. Uh, Lindsay, according to what I heard, maybe I didn't hear this correctly. I thought that Amanda was saying that Lindsay held it into herself and told no one of the story, right? She told the producers. And she told the producers. But the rest of them were blindsided. I don't think that they all knew it was going to happen. I think they were all blindsided, except for Lindsay knew it was going to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. And then, but but the way Danielle, yes, you're right. But the way Danielle explained it was that if something were to, she were to find out something about her and Carl, what she would have done is went to Lindsay first and decided how they wanted to deal with it on camera. And so I found that to be an interesting comment because I was like, okay, well, doesn't everything happen in real time? Or is it that you find out these big bombshells typically beforehand? And this is what the whole fight was about, was that she didn't give them any warning beforehand and went in there. That's exactly the point of the fight is Lindsay's the only one that does that, that tries to go to bring things to the producers and not, you know. But then so are the rest of the bombshells that we hear, because there are different things that you hear are they all produced? Like, are we finding out about them later than they actually know about them? Well, there's no bombshells on Summer House except Kyle cheating. What bombshell are you talking about? I'm trying to think of any bombshell in particular, but if that's how they handle them typically, or if that's like the mind frame of them, then is that typically how bombshells are handled? Like, I'm just, I found that to be an interesting comment to make because I was like, okay, well, if big things happen, the expectation is as a friend, you will go to the other friend and tell them, and then you will play it out on camera, however you see fit and give them that respect and that heads up. So 
I just, in my head, I'm like, how authentic are these moments that we're seeing played out? And I know that you don't want to go there because <laughs> I know that you probably don't love the thought of um, it not being real, like it not being in real. No, I, no, no. I, well, I was about to say something, but I forgot what I was about to say. Um, Sorry. um no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that it's all authentic. Okay. And- and I think, I don't want to believe Summer House is, is I, I don't think anything looks produced on Summer House. To me, everything looks real. And I think there hasn't been an issue that was hidden besides, mm-hmm. besides what Danielle brought up at the reunion when she said that Carl and Lindsay got in the fight. Right. They got in that fight. That was and, interesting. Eh? And, and, and Carl took a an Uber home, I guess an Uber from Montauk back to New York, which is a four hour drive. And I actually, I was watching the weather today and they showed Montauk and I was like, Oh my God, Montauk is really far from New York city. And so it's yeah. in the Hamptons. Right. Like on so, that so, yeah. so Danielle, see Danielle had that bit of information, which she very well could have told everyone on the show. She could have brought it up on the episode, but she didn't. No. So, so, she could have gone to producers and she could have set it all up the way they're accusing Lindsay of doing. So I just feel like the only bombshells have been Kyle cheating. And again, there was the blind item this year. I wrote that in my notes that I told you about that, that before Scandal came out, Kyle was the one who was being accused of cheating. Dumois was posting it. Everyone was talking about it on social media, on the Bravo accounts Scandal happened and it made the Kyle story disappear. And you gotta tell me more. I don't know anything about this. So you gotta tell me. What was this? Okay. About? When did this okay. happen? So so at the end of February. Okay. Um that 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 week, possibly even the week before, there was chatter that Kyle had cheated on Amanda throughout sometime during this year between filming. And people were seeing Kyle out at bars i think we talked about this on one oh of the- we did talk about that yeah, yeah. We just, like why are yeah. people in so it was it was yeah. a blind item and that right. andy brought up the blind item and on watch what happens live in 2023 amanda was asked about it and they knew it was about kyle because the blind item said something about cookie and he's called cookie right mm, right so um and he she said well he's been accounted for blah 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 um we'll never know if he actually cheated. I don't think unless something's coming up in the reunion. Um, Just like the last time. So I don't know when Carl said to him, well, you cheated, Kyle, like you cheated. Like, I don't know if he meant what happened a few seasons ago or if he meant this new blind item. They didn't really clarify that yet. So I guess we have more to see. What's your gut feeling? I feel um, like he's a cheater. I think that as much as I like Kyle and I don't want this to be true, he is very much like a Craig when it comes to his drinking and hooking up with people and cheating. So I'm sure where there's smoke, there's fire. Too many people were inboxing my Bravo account telling me, no, I know, like, I, I know people who I've seen him out and like his whole face drops when he knows he's recognized. I mean, these could all be just, people just being mean and send you know passing around all these messages but I just think it's probably somewhat true I really hope it's not but so that's the only those are the only things that are like drama as far as like 
holding back from the producers or, you know, I don't know. I think that's why, I think that's why like even, I don't know. See, Paige should have really brought it up in the summer house. Like she supposedly made up with Lindsay. Everything was good. And just like Gabby said, like you said that you guys were great. And then all of a sudden when Danielle and her were fighting, you were saying that you were glad Danielle saw this true side of Lindsay, which I agree with. I do not like Lindsay, mm-hmm. but I just, again, Paige, I think she painted herself in a really bad light. Well, like, she looked like she, a mean girl. She looked, and everyone has already always been saying she looked like a mean girl. And people are also starting to, I was thinking about this. Most people who are like put on a pedestal in the public, you, mm-hmm. you're you're up so, so high for only so long. For so and then long, you're going to yeah. come crashing down and all the fans are going to turn on you at some point. I feel like that happens with every person who becomes somewhat famous, then they're pushed down. Well, I was and, thinking that about Sam and Corey because, you know, someone was trying to start stuff about Corey because people like them so much and they're so likable. Um, but I don't think any of it, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. Well, besides you telling me that, and then I did see a little bit a couple of weeks ago when you I don't first, think it took. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody talking about it anymore, which makes me happy because nobody should be scrolling through Instagram and going on sites to see who's liking what, like, that's just so silly. Like he liked something that he, he doesn't have to explain to anyone. People aren't allowed to have opinions. They're yeah, just not allowed yeah. to discriminate so, against others who have difference of opinions. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with standing for something, whatever that might be. I I have another thing in my notes. I don't want to forget to say. Yeah. On on pillows and beers podcast, Craig was talking about Craig and Austin were talking about Fourth of July, and Austin is saying that you know he's making Craig have a Fourth of July party that weekend and all this stuff, and it made me think. Okay, so Craig is not going to be in the summer house for 4th of July. And that means that either they're going to be separated again for a holiday or Paige is not going to be on summer house this year. And I have a feeling this is just my prediction. She's probably going to end up just being a cast member on Southern Charm. What do you think? Hmm. That's interesting. I don't think Paige really fits the mold of a Southern Charm cast member. So that would be really interesting. I don't think there was a girl on the very first season of Southern Charm. She had short hair. I think her name might have been Ashley. I'm not sure, but she didn't really fit the mold either. And she only lasted one season um, only because there's that certain sort of image that they have on Southern Charm. Um, that being said, maybe maybe it will shake things up a little bit. I mean, I like Paige and, and I've always liked Paige most of the time when she's her authentic self. Mm-hmm. She may go to Southern Charm. Um, or maybe she'll be like a friend of a friend or a friend of Craig's. I don't know. But that's interesting that you say that. I'm kind of feeling like with some cast members, and I feel this with Kyle and Amanda, um, it's unfortunate, though, to hear that about them because like that potential rumor, because they look so happy to me. And I, I think we're all rooting for them to be happy now. Um, but I kind of feel like some of the cast members are outgrowing, um, Summer House. And I think that the new people like the Sams and the Corys who are just spunky and full of energy and spice are sort of where that show has to evolve to. However, it's hard, right? Because even with Martha's Vineyard has a new cast of, for Summer House and it's hard to get into certain casts when you don't know them. Like it takes a good couple of years, I find to get into the storylines, to get into knowing the people. And I don't know if I'm ready for an entire shift in uh, Summer House. Like, I don't know. It, and 
I'm yeah. sorry, Andy no. Cohen, uh, he was on an interview a couple weeks ago, and he said that they already have a plan for the summer. They already know what Bravo already knows what they're doing yeah. in regard to Summer House. Um, I really have a feeling that, and this is another reason why Paige might be mad. I have a feeling that Paige might not be on the next season. Of Summer House? That's what I think. I might be yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. I think she's kind of outgrowing it. And, I and think I'm not saying I think she belongs on Southern Charm, but if she's going to be spending more time with Craig, it would make sense that she'd be on the show. I just don't know when, like, when each one is filming. So I could, although I think Southern Charm just wrapped, didn't it? Uh, I think the new I, season, yeah, just wrapped. Yeah, I think it just wrapped. So maybe so. they will be. So maybe they will be on Summer House. I don't know. Or maybe she's like really bitter because none of her contracts are getting renewed, and maybe that's maybe that she's angry about that. Like I have a feeling that there may be a spinoff with either Carl and Lindsay, or there could be like I would love to see Lindsay join as a housewife. I think that she'd be great in that role because she does play the villain role well. I think she'd bring the drama. And she's confident and she could hold her own. Like, I think that she would be a cool addition to that. I don't know where I see Paige fitting in right now. I don't know if it's on any of those casts um, because I kind of feel like she's outgrowing Summer House, but I also don't really feel like she belongs in Southern Charm. Um, yeah, so I don't, yeah, I, I don't I don't really know where I picture her either. I wouldn't be upset if she was on Summer House again, but she has to be either stick to who you were on the show or be who you are in the reunion. Don't be, she like confused everybody. I never, I don't know about you, but I didn't expect the reunion to have anything to do with Paige and Lindsay fighting the whole time. Yeah. Like where I, was that? I thought it was going to be her and Danielle the whole time. I really was shocked by that. So I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I think she's grasping for straws. Like as much as I like Paige, I think, I mean, Lindsay is what is making her relevant right now. Let's be real. Like there I mean, is nothing giggly else squad going though. on. She has a pause. She has the, the giggly squad tour and they're making like bank on it. Cause they're sold out wherever they have their, I want to go to giggly squad, but it's just never in the cards for me. They but come to Canada. They, I don't think they do. Um, I don't know, but maybe I, I will get back to you on that. I don't know. They're all over the place, but um, I'm not sure about Canada. All the good stuff um, always happens in the States. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so it's not like, I don't think Paige needs Summer House to be successful be between her Instagram, Giggly Squad, her fashion. I don't think she does either. She has the Am Amazon thing. She, But yeah. I really think she's pissed because she, I think she thought she and Craig were going to stay in the spotlight a lot longer than they were. And I, I think there are cracks in their relationship, like you were trying to get at before, that are that have been brought to light. But she also brings it to light in her own podcast. Like I said, she's mostly quote joking, but she really doesn't. The things she says about him, in my mind, I just she doesn't sound in love. But also, she she might be putting on a show for everyone to just keep everyone invested. So who knows? But if they're happy, great. I just really think she knows if they break up, a lot of people will be upset at her. So I don't know. Well, and it's it's interesting too, like with how you talk about somebody because I think I I feel like I am so comfortable with my husband that I will say things sometimes um, about him in a in a joking kind of way. And so I would do that as well. Um, but I guess it's just whether or not it crosses that line of just kind of well a little bit too far. You wouldn't go in a room full of hundreds of people and joke about him in a would you? 
I would. I might. Oh, you would. You know what? What? Like, it would depend if it was something that would hurt his feelings, though. Like, if it was something that, like, was really personal that, like, maybe he wouldn't want out there, like, that I found funny that he wouldn't, um, more as, like, laughing at versus, like, laughing with. Um, I don't know, because I would never want to hurt his feelings. But that being said, like, if there's something funny, yeah, I would 100% bring it up because he knows I love him and where I stand with him. Um, another thing that I wrote down is how close Paige and Sierra sat on the couch. Did you notice that? And I kept noticing Sierra turning around and looking at Paige and them rolling their eyes, especially when Gabby talked. And I felt bad for Gabby because didn't Gabby come in as Paige's friend? And so I feel like um, I loved that she kind of gave Paige a few shots for, you know, smiling and loving the drama between Danielle and Lindsay. I do like that she called her out on that because she is her friend. Um, But I found that for how Sierra kind of treated Gabby, which was not the greatest at times, um, I would have expected Paige to have said, like, give her a chance or something like that if that was her friend. Because I didn't think Sierra, like, I think Sierra has trust issues. She's mentioned that before on the show um so I mean maybe that's not so outside of her character maybe that's kind of she comes to you in her own time but there were a couple things that she said sort of about Gabby being sort of like privileged and almost like pretentious or something like that and I felt like if you are Gabby's friend and you brought her in and you're so close with Sierra like I wouldn't be rolling your eyes when she is talking like I don't know I just I kind of and that's where I think that mean girl thing comes in I was just about to say, this all comes down to the jealousy mean girl thing. Again, Sierra was the only stand out. Well, I shouldn't say that. Maya stands out too. I actually think Maya's very pretty too and has a great personality for the most part. She's a, sometimes she's a little snobby, but um She was snobbier this season for yeah, sure. Yeah, she came she in was, with an edge. She was not happy this season. Like she had a lot going on in her life, you could tell. But I think that just like people get jealous of Paige, like Paige is like a princess, even, okay, I'm sorry to go back to Paige, but I just want to, it kind of relates to Gabby. Yeah. In the same video I saw today of Paige in her closet, showing all that stuff to E! News and to us, she was holding a pair of shoes that she bought with her first paycheck when she lived in New York. And she blew her whole paycheck on these beautiful shoes, right? What did these shoes look like? I need to know. Uh, they were like Mary Jane type shoes with a heel, but like, I don't know what brand they were. I'm not like a brand name person. They were definitely expensive. They were plaid. She hasn't worn, she said she hasn't worn them, but she spent her entire paycheck on them. And she said, what would Carrie Bradshaw do? That's what I decided I should do. And I know this from listening to Giggly Squad and from interviews she's done. Her parents paid for her first year of living in New York. Yeah, yeah. And, and told her as long as she was working, they would, or as long as she got a job within the year, they would pay for her apartment. So I actually think they paid for that apartment for a lot longer than a year. I don't, I don't know the exact time, but I was thinking like, that's like somebody who's very spoiled. Like my parents, even if, even if they had, if they were rich, I don't think that they, because they want us to learn responsibility. So like, I know if I desperately need something, my parents would give it to me, but but they wouldn't just say, okay, you can live in New York for a year and I'll pay for it. You know, as long as you get a job eventually, like that would never happen. And I feel like that wouldn't happen for a lot of people. No. Now with Gabby, 
The reason I brought up the page thing is because with Gabby, I think it's the same scenario. Gabby was kind of bragging a little bit about how she never had to plan a party. Her parents have money. She's kind of a princess too. And I know Sierra is not. And right. so I think that that's more what rubbed her the wrong way. She was probably a little jealous and also a little mean girl clicky. They're, they're a click. Well, so- and Sierra's a nurse too. And I think that, you know, being in that profession, I think you are humbled, right? Like you, you see things mm-hmm. every day. I think she, she was, was a nurse in ICU. COVID. Yeah. She was a nurse during COVID. I think she was in ICU. Um, she mentioned. So like, I mean, I think it kind of puts things into perspective. So if you think about it, she's what, 26 or something like that, but she's probably seen a lot for her life um, based on her life experiences. So to see some someone talking about certain things would probably would rub her the wrong way. Now, that being said, it's interesting that she can kind of forego that with Paige, but also look at um, Gabby in such a different light when they basically are very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, Sierra, uh, took a break from nursing because of everything she went through, what, what she saw yeah. during, you know, plus she's so beautiful. She's also has modeling contracts. So. Yeah. Oh, um, she's like, I, I don't know how nobody has scooped her up. Like maybe that's her own thing with like, I think she's very picky and, and, and rightfully so she should be like all girls should be all women. Um, but at the same time, like, I just look at her and I think like, she's a nurse, she's, She's gorgeous. She has all of these things going for her. I'm always very confused how there is not a bigger storyline with her and whoever she's dating. Like Austin? Yeah. Like Austin was in there? Like what? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think she's, she just hasn't met the right person. And she is so young still. I think she'll meet someone great. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she probably is picky. But like you said, rightfully so. Um. So, okay. So I noticed Sierra and Paige sitting so close on the couch. Then Maya was sitting sideways. So I thought, okay, maybe Paige is sitting close to Sierra because, because of the way Maya was seated sideways and Paige was trying to give her room. Mm. I don't know. Paige was literally right next to Sierra. Like their legs were touching. It looked like, and Mm -hmm. I just noted, I just noted that down. I just thought it was weird. I don't know. I just thought it was very weird. I didn't notice them rolling eyes at each other. I only noticed I noticed Sierra looking at her. I only noticed Sierra roll her eyes at Gabby, but I didn't realize Sierra and Paige were rolling eyes at each other. I just know that they kept putting the camera on Paige and she she was making the faces and all that stuff. So I think we probably talked about Paige and uh, Paige too much. Um, I think they're really close, though, like to to your point about them, like just like touching legs. I think that they're they're so close and they're. I do think with Paige and Sierra, they are real authentic people. And I think that they do have a real friendship and Paige is, I know she's really big on that. She said that on Southern Charm. I don't follow her other things, but um, I just, I know that people being authentic and real is really big for her. And I think that's part of the draw she has to Craig. Um, So I think with Sierra, you know, they have a friendship that's on a different level and I think it's real and they're sitting close and maybe they have each other's backs. I don't know. I mean, possibly, but I got the clicky vibe from it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, 100% clicky. I mean, you might be right. I don't know. But um, something that I didn't realize the house was wondering about, I knew that the fans were wondering about Chris and Danielle possibly dating. They would make, to me, they would make such a cute couple. I, I would love it. I thought that they had such chemistry in the house. 
Yeah. So, you know, I guess they were saying they saw how Chris, I personally think Danielle is one of the only ones on the cast that is absolutely naturally stunning even when she wakes up yeah yeah like she she doesn't need a lot of makeup at all she's so pretty I just doesn't get enough credit for that either she doesn't get enough credit for how pretty she is I have always said yeah so I I like that they said that they saw Chris looking at her with the goo goo eyes I like that and I would love it if they dated that'd be amazing I I love it too and I felt like with Danielle um and I don't know if this is proper or not to say but I felt with Danielle um over the course of the last few seasons like I've never really known culturally where she stood and I felt like with Chris when he came on they both kind of brought out a confidence in their culture in each other and I felt like for the first time when I looked at her at the reunion show on the couch I was looking at this like proud Latina woman and I was like that is wicked like she is owning who she is and I never knew what her culture or background was. And I always wondered that before because she never really, I know she brought that up on the show, but I do think that, yeah, like they brought out a good side in each other. And again, we've, we've talked about this before that you should surround yourself with people or relationships that bring out those really great qualities within you. And I think they do that for each other. So Mm -hmm. I would love a prima and primo. I think that's what they Mm -hmm. say about each other. Mm -hmm. I would love those two to. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just realizing we just spent so much time talking about Paige and, and, <laughs> and Lindsay that we're forgetting the fight was also between Danielle and Lindsay. We are forgetting that. What so, the so, so what did you think about what was said between Danielle and Lindsay? Well, I think, um, and I know that we talked about this before we got cut off today, was that it really, to me, highlighted what a great person Danielle is, despite the fact that she, I I did feel it was overkill at times. I, I, I mentioned before I watched it with my husband and he was always like, oh, again. Um, that being said, I love to see how she was still compassionate towards them, despite everything that had happened. Now, I think Carl could meet her halfway, 100%, but I think Lindsay is a barrier there. Lindsay still had a stone face on, which she had during that meeting, um, the infamous meeting in the kitchen. That was like, I've never seen Lindsay look like that before. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone has. And she still had that face on. She Mm -hmm. still had it at the reunion. Shocking. I loved though. I love that people rattled her a little bit. And I think you brought this up too this morning was that you know, a couple of the things that people asked her, she was not prepared for. And she's so well rehearsed and and what she's gonna say she was rattled they rattled her cage a little bit and I loved it did you just say what we talked about before I think so yeah so I I don't think we told the listeners if they're gonna be confused we tried to we tried to podcast this morning and we got about 35 minutes in and um Sheila lost her power so I told yeah so that's what she's saying when she's saying we're cut off that's I posted it on my page but I probably should have explained myself yeah no just in case someone's listening who is my follower and and doesn't follow you they're not gonna know you know I didn't tell anybody on my page that we tried to podcast and got cut off but um I forgot that I said that about Lindsay and that was such a good thing that I said that Lindsay came to this thank you for reminding me I loved that Lindsay was caught off guard this is the only thing I liked about Paige coming at her she was caught off guard and she wasn't able to spin anything she was she was kind of speechless at certain points she was rattled 
So I like that's that. I think if Paige had just had just the fight, but kept her mouth shut and stopped making faces the rest of the time, I think that I would have been like team Paige. Like it would have landed so, better. Yes. Yeah. Lindsay, when she fought with Danielle in the summer house, that very last episode, and she was stone-faced while Danielle was clearly, of course, as always, devastated. Sometimes someone can win a fight just because they know how to fight better. And Lindsay kept her cool, making her look like the quote, like the good one. Like she kept her cool and she like had no emotion and just like whatever. And that, and she controlled that fight because she was essentially controlling Danielle's emotions because she was feeding off of Danielle, Danielle reacting. And that is what I think a narcissist does and, and someone who's a jerk. And I, you know, I don't like Lindsay at all. And that's one of the reasons. And I was so happy to see her caught off guard in the reunion because she could I don't think she was expecting any of that she was only expecting to fight about Danielle Uh and and she really didn't have any good comebacks because what could she say and yeah I don't know I do I heard many many times that Lindsay was not nice to fans and to um that's another point they brought up yeah mm mm-hmm yeah yes yes like a lot of that i do believe to be true now we'll never know the truth unless whoever you know that happened to comes forward and says it but on watch what happens live um there was one episode where it was amanda on with i don't know who she was on with but she was asked a question about who is the rudest to the fans and she had to like pick someone and she chose to drink and she made like a face you could like answer the question or drink I'm pretty sure that's what it was and then Andy said oh I see Amanda made a face who is it Lindsay and she's like I didn't say that but then like it and then the next week because the internet went wild including Lindsay Lindsay was so mad that Amanda insinuated that you know that Lindsay was like not nice to fans and to you know people in general at, at BravoCon. um and the next week kyle called andy out because andy brought it up again and kyle said well andy you're the one who said Lindsay, so why don't you you know tell everyone you know it was somebody one of your staff members that Lindsay was awful to and you you're the one who brought up her name not amanda and so mm-hmm. this clearly did happen. There is some truth to this story. We just don't know what it is. There's a, apparently a shoe was thrown also. Oh like, I don't, gosh. I don't know, but that was swirling around for a while. So I think where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think Lindsay definitely probably isn't nice to people. With that said, I saw in a bunch of comments, people were saying that Paige is also not friendly to people, to fans. So I, I don't know. See, like, I wish that they would blow that open because it's funny. They, they want so many other things to come out and they really don't defend them in, in other ways. Like we look at what's happened with Scandaval and the fact that Bravo hasn't really stepped in when people have been giving death threats and things like that, if that part is true, but yet they're protecting people and their bad behavior when it's behind mm-hmm. the scenes. So mm-hmm. I'm actually quite surprised by that, that Andy would protect that. Um, I don't know if maybe that's for the franchise itself because maybe people would get angry. I don't know. But I know that you mentioned that, and rightfully so, I think they should get angry at that. I know Paige made a comment during the reunion that she judges people's character by how they treat people who can do nothing for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that. I love that comment. Me too. Me too. Yeah. 
And I, I think it, if that is what they were all directing at Lindsay, like, here's the thing. I don't, I don't dislike Lindsay per se, and I'm glad her and Carl have found happiness, but I do think it's interesting that all of these people have had a problem with Lindsay for all of these years and people have come and gone on the show who have also had problems with her, but yet, you know, they're saying that, oh, like people are jealous or people are this or people are that, like, like you're saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Like there has to be some truth to some of that. If Mm -hmm. it's all these people who are saying like, she's not great behind the scenes and she is mean to the new people and she is mean to production and crew and all of those things like you had mentioned as well um that she went on a pr campaign after that so that came out that story on watch what happens live or that moment i don't know i don't get it in canada which is not fun um but i do remember hearing about that and you had mentioned that after that she was kind of controlling the narrative and sending out all these stories about that so she was posting on her Instagram store, basically saying like, I'm like the nicest one to the fans and I'm the one who shows up to these events, not Amanda, but she was. And when you have that, to do that, that's kind of telling. Well, right, right. She like, right. She went over <laughs> if you're nice, you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. She went way overboard with that. And, um, you know, uh, Lindsay was dating Carl and that's why Lindsay was at these events. It's not because she was going there to be nice to all the fans. She was, that was her, her at the time they were boyfriend and girlfriend, not, you know, fiancés. And um, so, yeah. So I, I, I mean, even in the reunion, like when everyone was so happy, I made a post about it when they were talking about that Kyle and Amanda didn't have a fight this year. I actually didn't even realize that. And that made me so happy that they didn't have a fight in me happy um, but you when they put the camera on Lindsay, she's the only one who is giving them this nasty look and it's like i think that they all really are jealous of each other honestly i think it's a very competitive thing to be on these shows like she did not look happy about kyle and amanda and she well, also because... rolled her eyes when they said well there was no cheating this year it makes me wonder if there really was cheating i really hope there wasn't but I feel like there probably was it. Otherwise, Carl wouldn't have said that. I think he is kind of tit for tat getting him back for the comment he said about the cocaine, even though they've already apologized to each other about it. Now, that being said, I think that Lindsay is still bitter and holding on to the fact that Amanda and Kyle called her out for going to producers during season four and outing them and making her look bad. And I think that she was not prepared mentally for Maybe, maybe she's kind of caught up in her relationship. She seemed a little, it's funny because she's always so put together, so controlled at all of the reunions. And maybe she's kind of letting her guard down a bit because she is in this relationship, but she did not seem on point on her game as much as she normally is. Like she was easily rattled. We saw her even raise her voice a little bit and get angry. That's not typical of her on that couch. I always wonder, I think I mentioned this before. I'm like, what is she taking before the show that she is able to be so subdued um, when people are coming at her from all directions? She usually like keeps her cool and just kind of like chills while people are like hurling these insults at her. Um, but last, you know, on Monday, she was she was not calm and collected the way she normally is. So I don't know, maybe maybe she's losing her touch a little bit. Maybe they're just, you know, really speaking the truth and everybody's kind of seeing it now. I don't know. It's, it seems like she was not happy at all. I ha- yeah. Oh, sorry. Before, before we go, I know that you have to go. Um, and I have to go too. 
Um, I do feel the same sort of way I felt about Vanderpump. I, even though I don't like Lindsay, I think too many people came at her at once. And I, I, liked, yeah. I liked that she was caught off guard in regard to certain things that she may have done. But I think that it was kind of, it was just too much Over against and that part of me. It just always makes me upset. Even like, obviously Tom Sandoval is way, way worse of a human being than, than Lindsay with all the things he has done. Did you see what Caroline Manzo said about Scandoval? No, I didn't. What did she say? Caroline Manzo said, she keeps like, it real. You know, <laughs> she said like, this is, this is a horrible person. N- not her exact words, but she said that he basically, um, I don't know what word she used, but she said that he did this bad thing to both Raquel and Ariana. Like he manipulated both of them. And it, and when she said it, I was like, you know what? She's so right. Because like we've said it before, um, Raquel's life is probably never going to be the same after this. I doubt. Right. And, um, you know, but anyway, I felt the same way that I just don't like when one person is ganged up on. And so I like that she was caught off guard if it was just with one person. It's just I felt like too many of them. I agree. Coming at her. Pack mentality again. I, did, I did like Carl's. You know, I don't like Craig. I loved Carl saying, you're dating the biggest liar on Bravo. Well, and that Carl so stood up for her the way that um, yeah. I kind of wish some of the other Bravo boyfriends had have stood up like uh, Schwartz for Katie even though I don't love Katie and I don't like anything that she's done over the years. And some of it is indefensible as he has mentioned, but I also think that when you're with someone, you should a little bit have their back in different things. Now, um, going back to what you were saying before though, before we go the pack mentality going after one person, I agree. And I also posted a little clip about Lindsay and Carl um, where Carl was kind of being candid about all the things that he was going through and saying that, you know, we have to extend Lindsay some grace because she is navigating a relationship with someone who is battling addiction. And I do think we have to be mindful of that is that, you know, there's no, there's no handbook on how to do that. And, you know, she's navigating now, um, changing everything about herself to be with this person who, you know, is, is in a tough spot. And I think they're both in a tough spot. I think it's not easy, even though she loves Carl and has always, you know, had this thing for him. I think these are real issues. These are issues that are aside from all of the crap that goes on with the show. And I think that, you know, sometimes, yeah, like we do have to extend her some grace too. And I agree with you. It's never okay. And I know we've talked about this before, but it's never okay for 10 people to be on one or five people to be on one, no matter what they've done or no matter what someone feels about it. It's not okay oh. to, to do that. I just want to add one thing in because um, you said that she's changed her whole life. So uh, Lindsay was only sober for five months, according to what they said on the show. And then she was drinking again. So I don't know how much she's really actually changed. I think she tried. And who knows? Maybe she's sober again. I don't know. Do you know? I don't think she's as like drinks as much as she used to. But I also think that, you know, she's not... I think she's looking at it more like a, obviously a relationship in the sense of like, if he is not going somewhere, she's not going to go somewhere. Like maybe she's not, maybe she's still drinking, but I think a lot of her decisions are affected by him. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think she's changed that part of herself. Uh, And that's what Danielle was trying to say. Right. Right. Yeah. Initially on the show, like Danielle as a friend was like, 
shocked at that. And like, it's like the elephant in the room. Like you guys are not this perfect, happy couple. You have, it is a huge thing. Actually, Carl probably should have stayed totally single. Well, they say that you're not supposed to date for the first couple of right, years, right? Right. And, and the usually first year or two years. dreadfully and you're not supposed to do that. And um, so hopefully they're just, you know, the, um, the exception Anomaly. to the rule, the, yeah. maybe they're the exception to the rule, but um, it's, it is no joke to date someone who has addiction right. issues, especially if, so somebody like me, I don't need to drink. I hardly ever drink. So I would be fine with, I, me too. I'm probably a good person to date if you need to stay sober. Cause I really am just like, you just know, throw that out there to everybody who's listening. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, but somebody like Lindsay who loves to party and really loves to drink like that can't be easy. That's right. So, That's right. Know? And a hundred percent and all of those things, like even being back in the summer house, like I give Carl credit for not exploding more than what he did because that would be so triggering for him. Like thinking of him being in the same place where he found out that his brother had passed away, you know, all of these other things that were normal things for them to have been doing, like all these habits of going out, getting wasted, doing drugs. Like he said, like, it wouldn't be easy to be in that environment again and watching all of these people party and have fun, but also all of the emotional triggers, like we said, losing his brother and different things like that. So I give them credit for even going back at all this year. I have a feeling it's going to be their last season, whatever Mm -hmm. they choose to do next. I don't know, but um, I do think it's not the last we'll hear from them, but it might be the last time that they're on summer house because they're kind of evolving. They're, they're outgrowing it kind of like, I don't know, Amanda and Kyle, I sort of feel like they are too, but if the cheating rumors are true, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they were, would she take Mm -hmm. it back? What do you think? Or like not break up with him or like, I mean, they're married now, right? Honestly, I just hope we never have to even have this conversation. I hope it's not true because I, I don't, I don't even know. They ha- no, I think they're so happy. I think that she would just stay with him. Like what? <laughs> just said they're so happy. But if he cheated, I guess they're not that happy. No, they seem very happy. So I think it's, I'm hoping it's a rumor. Well, they seem I, really happy. I will be the real problem. With drinking, yeah. Right? So yeah, I'll be so devastated for for Amanda if the blind item has any truth to it. Even if he just hooked up with someone, that's like so messed up. Um, like kiss. When I say hook up, I mean kiss. Right. Um, so hopefully it's not true, and we won't have to dissect this. Hopefully, I'm hoping so. But we're at nine twenty six right now. We are. Vanderpump is already on, or is it Vanderpump? Yeah, Vanderpump is on tonight. Yeah, we missed twenty five minutes, but that's okay. Well, they'll play it again. That's right. They will play it again. I'm going to rewind it and go back to the beginning because we are recording it. Um, But it was really nice to connect with everybody tonight. It was nice to get that chance to go over all of the things that we lost today when the power went out. Um, I'm going to play our intro exit. Is there anything you wanted to go over, Maria, before we go? No, I'm good. Well, the next time we meet, we will be discussing part two of the Vanderpump finale a reunion sounds good all right so for those of you who are listening we will see you soon or you will hear from us soon I'm going to play the exit and we will be on our merry way enjoy Vanderpump for those of you who are watching
Ini adalah empat tingkat. Ini tingkat berapa? 